But we just say we value people who express their opinions and hold them. We debate ideas, not people. But we know that takes trust and it takes time to build that trust. Just helping people understand this is how we, how we think about it. And this is how we will treat each other with respect and with understanding. Hi, my name is Chris Zaug and welcome to Let's Talk Teams, a podcast by Uptick, the one-on-one meeting software that helps managers and their teams get on the same page. But more than that, actually having better conversations with one another, not just talking about projects or status updates and all the stuff you can do via email. It digs into the nitty gritty things, how work is going and how your team members work best, the conversations you never get to really have. We've been talking more about the roles we're trying to fill on our team mm-hmm. just this last week and uh, looking for someone to join us in marketing, someone to join us as a product designer, someone for productions for this podcast and video courses we're working on, mm-hmm. and also just kind of think about what other roles we maybe we need to add to help fill out the team. And as we were doing that, we're thinking about what are the characteristics of those people? And uh, the thing that often comes up when hiring or interviewing is you like the person who seems like you. Right. (laughs) And we're talking about how we don't just want, we don't want a homogeneous company. We don't want a homogeneous team. We don't want a bunch of just Michaels and Chris's around. Mm -hmm. And so like, it's easy to optimize for someone who thinks like you do, Mm -hmm. like, um, has the same skills that you do. And, and not just about um, like life and, and values and that, but even just like I'm a decision-making person rather than a person who needs more time to sit and think on it. You need the push and pull mm-hmm. of different personality types. And, and we can talk more about that in a bit. Um, but I was just reminded just before we started talking about how my, my dad um, was a worship leader at, at church growing up. Mm-hmm. And he played guitar, and there'd be people that would volunteer to to be in the band. And his thing is always like, yeah, you know, we do auditions. Um, you know, anybody can come audition, but they've got to be a better guitar player than I am. Mm-hmm. And he was a good guitar player, but he wasn't a lead guitar. He would never claim that he was a, a great guitar player. Mm-hmm. He's an amazing vocalist who mm-hmm. also was really good at guitar. Mm-hmm. But he's saying they got to at least be better than me. Yeah, because if they're not better than me, then um, it's probably not going to end up being very good. Because I. I can't coach them. I need mm-hmm. someone who's who's good in that area. And it made me think about certain roles. And when right now I've been doing a lot of the product design, mm-hmm. same thing. If we're hiring someone to be the full product time product designer, they better be better than I am. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> it's not my thing. Right. Just like in my dad, his singing was his thing. Right. He also had a passion for music and knew how to play, knows how to play keys and guitar and can play bass and all this stuff, but it's not his thing. His thing is being a vocalist. Right. And so I was thinking about roles. Well, there's some things where they got to have at least what you got mm-hmm. and more. Mm-hmm. And there's other things where you're looking for variety. Right. So I didn't share that with you before this, but no, just thought of it. <laughs> it's interesting because I'm a musician as you are too. And I, I have a lot of examples of that as well. It's like, I never wanted to play with anybody that was, that was worse than I was. I wanted to always get people that were great. Yeah. And, and I was a leader as well of the band. And so oftentimes, I mean, it was kind of selfish motivation. I looked pretty good when these guys were amazing and I think that that's true in business too. I think you you, you want to find people that are that bring something to the table that you don't, mm-hmm. right? So it's like uh, it's interesting. Um, if you've listened to the podcast for long, you've probably heard me say that people come into organizations and there's three things they typically want: they want to love and be loved, they want to serve and be served, 
and they want to know and be known. And that serve and be served piece is often that I'm bringing certain things to the table. I have my gifts and abilities to the table, and I want to be able to bring them and leverage them and and have people appreciate them. Mm -hmm. But I also need people to come alongside me who aren't like me, who can help me. So, for example, if I'm not an organized person, Mm -hmm. wouldn't it be great to have somebody who is organized come alongside and help me get organized? Yeah. If I'm an ideator and I'm really great at ideation but not so good at execution, wouldn't it be great to have somebody alongside me who's in execution? You and I were laughing about this before. Um, I didn't didn't get married till I was... Uh, almost 32. Okay. So no one would have me. And I, I, anyway, <laughs> long story. But, but part, of, part of the deal was when I would first start dating when I was younger, I wanted to date people like me because I understood them. It was easier for me to make a connection, right? Mm-hmm. Well, most of us do that. And most of us, not all, but most of us end up marrying people that are completely opposite from, than we are. You know, so my wife is completely different than I am, and I'm so glad she is because she just brings a perspective of life to the table, although sometimes it's frustrating because I don't always understand it, but Mm -hmm. she brings a perspective that I don't have, and it makes for a much richer experience. And I think in a team and in a company, that brings a much richer experience when you get different people from different backgrounds and different points of view. Yeah, and I was just having coffee yesterday morning with a friend, and we were talking about how do you look for the different... uh, perspectives on a team. And I think the way he described it perfectly. So Caleb, shout out to you for this. He goes, yeah, you want someone you can arm wrestle with. Mm. Not someone you can fight with. Right. I mean, you need to be able to have, you know, disagreements respectfully and still leave the room shaking hands. But he's like, yeah, you need someone you can arm wrestle with. Somebody Mm. you can be like, "Ah, I don't think so. And go back and forth. And at the end of it, with mutual respect for each other, end up at a great solution. And, uh, I just thought like the picture of arm wrestling, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's never a re- aggressive picture in my mind no, when I think of arm no. wrestling. And it's just, you're, you both are trying to figure it out. Yeah. And so when we're thinking about um, this, this topic and for our team, it's so easy, like you said, to just like kind of optimize for yourself. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that person seems like a take charge kind of person. That person seems like a um, pave their own path. Well, if you got everyone paving their own path, then you've got, a lot of different paths and no single path. Right. So what do you really need on the team? Mm-hmm. Not not someone to fall in line, but someone who's looking to be led on a path and right. is willing to help execute. Right. The corollary to that though, and, and this is interesting because I was thinking about a, a metaphor of home building. So my wife and I uh, built a house when we lived in Indianapolis in a neighborhood that was brand new. And, and our particular floor plan was a super popular floor plan in our neighborhood. But they made it look really different from the outside and even on some of the inside stuff. So the foundation was the same. Mm-hmm. But the way that it played out, even in the, the flow of the house, was very different depending on people's needs and what they wanted. I think in a business or on a team, the foundation needs to be super clear. Yeah. Like, this is what we care about. This is our why. This is the way we're going to treat each other. This is the way we're going to disagree with each other. Mm-hmm. Very strong character of the team. That foundation is there. But everything else is up for grabs. You know, like, mm-hmm. okay, how are we gonna how we're gonna do things, how we're gonna strategize, how we're gonna work. You know, we we have on our team, we have extreme introverts, we have extreme extroverts. Well, how do we not just have a, a field for just one type of person? How mm-hmm. do we make it so that it can be mutually beneficial? That's kind of that different styles of homes on top of a solid foundation. But building that yeah. foundation and making sure that people know what that is, super important. Yeah. Totally. The foundation is a big part of what we've spent more time when we're writing up these job descriptions 
Um, mm-hmm. We spend maybe a third of it talking about the job and two thirds of it talking about what we kind of hope you'll be like mm-hmm. and what we're like and what our team is like and kind of our, our fundamental how we operate. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we've been putting in is like, you can see yourself here five years from now. Mm-hmm. If that's hard for you to imagine, that's fine. It's probably just not going to be a good place. It's probably right. not going to be a good fit. Because if this is a stepping stone or another like step towards um, you know, moving laterally to move up so you can do it again, it's probably not going to be a good mm-hmm. environment. Mm-hmm. And we don't believe that everyone's going to stick around forever. Right. And we'll cheer you on when you go. Right. But there's kind of like this understanding now that we're thinking about is someone who's, um, I've heard this sentiment called play long-term games with long-term people. A mm-hmm. guy from uh, named Naval on Twitter. Um, but I've just been thinking about that. He's like, find, find the people that you'd like to work with over the long term, mm-hmm. not just someone you're willing to put up with in the short term right. or, or something like that. But yeah, these foundational elements, that's why we're putting some things like that in our job descriptions is to say, this is what we think and hope you'll be like. Well, and I think it's only fair to the people you're hiring too. It's like the, the we have expectations. Yeah, let's, know. let's get them out. Yeah. yeah, there's no no secrets. You know, we've done a blog post recently about about you know when to tell people and who to tell when, what when. And at the very beginning, people should know what you stand for, and this is what we're going to be about. And I like the job descriptions that you've written because they're very clear about even the way it feels. I mean, you're talking mm-hmm. a lot about this is the way things feel, and I love that. Because it's 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 like oh yeah if you come to the if you come to the office and you expect that um, that you're going to be led by the hand all along the way well it's just it's, you know we don't have that kind of company where you're gonna have you're gonna have space to figure some things out nobody's gonna leave you out there hanging if they know something that you should know we're gonna let you know for sure but but you also need to be a self starter you need to come in with a little bit of that entrepreneurial mindset and you need to be really good about relationships. We're gonna we're gonna talk to each other honestly. We're gonna keep short accounts. We're not gonna hold grudges. You got something to say to someone else, you say it out loud to their face. I mean, that kind of stuff is important. It's important things. It it helps develop a, the kind of culture you want to be a part of and not this cancerous, you know, culture. Yeah, like there's even even seconds just on what you were just saying that I write in uh, I think it's like a, a, about you or it's about the team or something. But we just say we value people who express their opinions and hold them. We debate ideas, not people. Exactly. But we know that takes trust. Right. And it takes time to build that trust. But just putting things like that into the, into our, I say it's in our job description. It's more of like how we are as a team, which Mm -hmm. is the sub bottom of like the whole job description. But just helping people understand this is how we, how we think about it. Mm -hmm. And this is how we will treat each other with respect and with understanding. And all of that goes into, you know, the foundational side of it. But I think the main point we wanted to kind of talk through in this one too is don't uh, don't overanalyze to find someone that looks and feels and thinks like you do. Right, and that requires I think some some intentional feedback from the people around you. You know, you and I are very very different guys. We're oh, yeah. motivated by different things. We're inspired by, by different things. Mm-hmm. And it's great to have a teammate that I know will will call me out when I'm when I'm kind of headed down my, you know, the primrose path of reinventing me, you know, like, yeah, hey, you know, Chris, you're great, but you're not the only personality type out there that can, that can lend a hand to our cause. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important to make sure that you're, you're kind of open about that and you've got, um, you, you keep your eyes open for variety. I know for me, when I had a, a large leadership team in another company, when I have a much larger team, literally nobody on the team was like me. 
I mean, I, 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 if you're familiar with the Myers-Briggs test, I'm an ES, I mean, uh, E-N, T or F, P. Extreme on everything but the T or F, E, N, and P. Most of the people that I worked with were, were you know, ISTJs or ESTJs. <laughs> I mean, they're people really different than I was because I realized later in my career than I would have liked, but eventually realized that having a, a team of people that was quite a that were they were quite a bit different than I was was vitally important to me making well-rounded decisions mm-hmm. and more informed decisions because I'm kind of a ready fire aim kind of guy and I needed people that were more cautious I needed people that were more analytical I needed people that were that were um, that cared about the people more than I did it was really really important and it, mm-hmm. it, it helped me be you know exponentially more successful yeah I think you it's a good example, especially when you said like you and I are so different. Like we have the same bedrock foundation, mm-hmm. and that's why we are able to work well together. Mm-hmm. Aside from just you know being yeah. professionals and working well with people that even we right. don't like, but um, yeah, we have a foundation that we both share and we can we can believe the best about. Mm-hmm. And so even when there's disagreements and call it intense discussions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. Yeah. We can work through that because yeah. we know we have the same foundation. It's just right. difference of opinion. We're debating the topic, not each other. Hey, thanks again for tuning in to Let's Talk Teams. If you have any other questions, we'd love to talk with you. You can hit us up on Twitter at Uptick App, or you can also message us personally. Our info is in the show notes. And if you want to make your one-on-ones better with your team or with your manager, check out Uptick by visiting uptickapp.com.